If you haven't seen the previous episodes of the series, you should definitely watch those. Hi, I hope you remember me. Yes, I'm Emily, the girl who recently became invisible. Unfortunately, life with superpowers proved quite challenging. So here I was standing by a tree, slowly realizing that I became invisible. As soon as I fully realized it, I felt really happy. I've been nobody for my entire life and now I've got an extremely powerful gift. Just imagine how much you can do with such a power. Of course, I wasn't planning to use it to scare people. Although it would be pretty funny on the hindsight. But I wanted to become famous. Soon, everyone would be talking about me for sure. The first thing I did was to hurry up to school. I skipped it that day due to my condition and really wanted to see who cared about that. I went right into our classroom, sat in the back row, and waited. Yet the majority of classmates gave zero crap about my absence. Guess I was already kind of invisible for them. So nobody cared. Only Rita noticed my absence and asked the teacher about it. But he just told her that I was probably skipping class or something and ordered her to sit down. Okay, enough proof of my classmates never caring about me. What about the teachers? They must have already noticed my mysterious absence. I left the classroom and went to the teacher's lounge. Well, some of them did remember about me, yet they immediately concluded that I must have skipped school because of hard homework or some similar reason. No one thought that I might have been ill or got in trouble. Now, I felt really disappointed and angry. I really wanted to vent my anger, and I immediately thought of a perfect way to do so. It was a break, so no one stayed at the classroom. I returned there and made a huge mess. I stained the board with chalk and crumbled the remaining pieces on the chairs of my classmates. Then I poured water on the teacher's table and mixed it with earth from a flower pot. After that, I climbed onto the table, stomped there, jumped down and ran several times around the class. Finally, I left some trails on the windowsill so that everyone would think that the troublemaker escaped through the window. Now I felt pleased with myself, returned to the back row and waited for the bell. My classmates rushed in and immediately stopped by the surprise of what they saw. Then the teacher came. He became furious, reprimanded everyone present, and sent them all to the principal's office. I felt so happy at that moment. I really thought that it was a fitting punishment for not paying attention to my absence. Yet my job was not finished. You see, I still wanted to make up with Rob. So I ended up with a pretty insidious plan. Since I was invisible and did not know how long this condition would last, I needed to use it to the maximum value. I waited until the end of the lessons and saw Rob leaving school. Of course, I followed him all the way home. For the first time in my life, I entered someone else's home without any invitation. It felt quite thrilling to be fair. I was going to see my beloved's bedroom and maybe even catch a glimpse of him naked. It was truly a dream come true. So I slipped through the door while Rob entered his home, and then discovered that his family was quite rich. I haven't seen such a clean and comfy home before. Rob's mom could be mistaken for his older sister. She looks so young. She kissed him on the cheek and offered him a snack. But Rob just grabbed an apple and went to his room. Here it was, my holy of holies, Rob's room. The room was decorated in an elegant minimalistic style white walls, a black bookcase full of books and magazines, 
a single bed with a neatly turned down black cover, almost no other colors except white and black. Quite stylish. Rob took off the shirt he wore at school. Of course, I suspected before that he had a gorgeous torso, but in reality, it looked even better. I almost fainted from his handsomeness, but I had to keep it together. I was invisible, of course, but not intangible. So I stood silently in the corner of the room so that Rob could go about his business without hitting me. Rob went on with his chores. He read a book, did his homework, called a friend, ate supper. Finally, it got late and my crush went to sleep. He took off his jeans, leaving only his underpants on, and went to bed. My whole body ached. Standing motionless for several hours straight was very hard. Now I moved away from the wall and silently walked over to Rob's bed. I squatted down next to him and watched him sleep softly. I really couldn't stop myself from touching his face. Nose, lips, chin. First, I touched his nose with my fingertips, gently reached the lips and approached the chin. But then something happened that I definitely could not expect. Rob grabbed my hand while still asleep. Apparently, it happened instinctively. <gasps> So Rob grabbed my hand and woke up abruptly. I froze in place with fear. Then he found the light switch while not letting go of my hand and switched it on. The bright light blinded me. Rob started looking around, breathing heavily and rapidly, still not letting go of my hand. He was so terribly frightened, and I didn't know what to do. Soon, he manned up and asked who was there. I was still paralyzed with fear and gave no answer. He squeezed my hand harder and harder and repeated the questions. In a strangled voice, I said, It's me. Guess he wasn't expecting such an answer because he immediately let go, holed up in the corner and started screaming. Meanwhile, I retreated into the opposite corner of the room and put my hands over my ears. In a moment, Rob's mom raced into his room holding a frying pan. She ran to her son, trying to calm him down while Rob was telling her about an invisible assailant. Of course, his mom didn't believe him. She assumed that it was a nightmare, told him to drink some water, kissed her son, and went away. Rob slowly came to his senses, but he knew that I was real and not a dream. So he sat down on the bed and whispered, Are you still there? I nodded, then remembered that he couldn't see me, went up to him and whispered back, Yes. Rob recoiled but did not panic. Then he asked me whether I was a ghost or what did I want from him. I felt very brave, so I told him everything. Who I was, how I became invisible, and why I came to him. Well, I kinda expected him to laugh in my face again, as he did back then at Linda's party. But he listened to me carefully, nodded, thinking something through. And then he asked me for a kiss. That was unexpected for sure. Rob never paid any attention to me while I was nearby. But now when I was invisible, he immediately wanted to kiss me? I thought about it later though. At the moment, I was almost ecstatic. I really wanted to touch his full lips with mine and feel his breath on my skin. So we kissed and he even held me in his arms. After a long kiss, Rob grinned. He told me that it was fun to kiss a ghost and it definitely would be something to tell at school the next day. But then he called me a great ghost said that our kiss was just a cool dream and fell asleep like nothing ever happened. I couldn't believe that. My crush thought that it was all just a dream. A cool dream worthy to brag about to his friends, but nothing more. 
I felt really humiliated. Silently, I opened the door of his room and ran away. The front door, of course, was closed, so I climbed out the window in the kitchen. On my way home, I contemplated that apparently the superpowers never made me better, stronger, or anything like that. All I got was some mischief at school and one stolen kiss. It was... depressing. So there I was, alone on a night road, weeping, until I came across a kitten moaning plaintively, trying to get off the tree. I wiped away my tears and decided to help it. It turned out that I became not just invisible, but also much lighter. So I easily climbed up a tree and brought the kitten to the ground. And then I saw that a stranger boy was filming it all. I got home ten minutes later and saw my whole family in a state of panic. Mom and Dad were calling their acquaintances, hospitals and morgues, and my sister called my classmates. Only my brother was not concerned about my absence by the slightest and spent the evening playing on his phone. Still, I felt pleased that my parents finally paid some attention to me. It was only because I disappeared, but still. Maybe they even decided that I ran away from home. Not everyone is capable of such a rash act, mind you. I entered my room smiling, hugged my cat Yaki, and went to bed. Rob's cruelty still haunted me, but in a few minutes, I managed to discard those thoughts and finally fell asleep. The next morning was a revelation. I went down to the kitchen and saw this. My mom, dad, and sisters, all with dark rings under their eyes due to a sleepless night, were watching something on their laptop. I came closer and saw a video, where a kitten descended through the air to the ground without any outside help. It was actually the recording of Invisible Me, saving the poor creature. The video had already received 300,000 views. OMG! I became famous! My superpowers were actually working. Now I was able to help the needy just like Spider-Man, and I didn't even have to wear a mask to hide my identity. Being invisible had its own perks. I could even foil the criminal mastermind's plans by sneaking into their lairs right under their noses. Only that morning, I fully realized the extent of my powers, although I was worried about my parents. I was in no hurry to reveal myself to them and possibly lose my abilities. Moreover, I still didn't know how to return myself back to a normal state, so I decided to act. I took my phone and went for a walk, hoping to help someone again. This time, though, I was going to record everything myself. The first person in need was an old man who lives on our block. He needs a walking stick to get around anywhere, but that day, the old man accidentally dropped it. He tried to pick it up, but without any success, because his back hurt. So I quickly switched on the phone's camera, hooked it on a nearby tree, picked up an old man's cane, and gave it back to him. He was very surprised and even backed away from it as if he had met a ghost. I just laughed and continued my journey through the town. That day, I lent a helping hand to 25 men and women and recorded everything. Then I ran home as if I got wings. Mom and Dad were still searching for me and looked really sad, but it was too early for me to blow my cover. So I snuck to my room, locked the door, and uploaded all the videos onto the internet. In just a few hours, those recordings went viral and received more than 450,000 views each. They even talked about me in the news. Now, everyone knew that there was an invisible man in the town helping the needy. So now I was some sort of local hero. It kinda sucked that they assumed me to be a man, but oh well. Then I realized how much my powers could influence people's lives. 
I finally became useful, needed, even famous. When I became invisible, the whole city, the whole country was talking about me. I became a superhero. But then I wanted to switch my powers back. You see, such an experience changed me for the better. Now I won't be old, cowardly Emily. I've become brave and resolute. Now I knew I could help people. But still, I didn't know one thing. I had no idea how to switch the invisibility off. Subscribe to the channel in order not to miss the next episodes of the series.